Before we get into the podcast, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes, and retain more members, then this is the course for you. If you sign up today, use code 7 at checkout, and not only will you receive $100 off, but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development, as well as lifetime access to the course. Head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash course to learn more and sign up. Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about should you build your business for yourself or for others? And this is something I wanted to address because I saw other people addressing it on social media, and it's something that really is near and dear to me because many of the reasons that I started the gym is because I'm so passionate about it and because I wanted to build a business for myself. That was one of the motivations for starting the gym. But I also see the flip side of where you need to be able to have self-awareness and be able to see where your business needs to be built for others. So I wanted to kind of hit both sides of this topic and, and show you guys where I stand on this topic. And, and hopefully it will really motivate you guys to create some alignment with your passions and your business because most of us are going to be spending so much time in our gyms, on our businesses, in the next couple of years, couple of decades, and I think it's really key that we should have those passions aligned. So I think one of the things that we wanna think about when we're thinking about this question of should this business be built for ourselves or for others is do we wanna have a single location gym or are we trying to create multiple locations? And I think that most gym owners that I talk to these days, they want to just simply create a single location gym that is great and one of the best in the area, one of the best in their state, one of the best in their country, one of the best in the world. You know, depending on what level they want to succeed at or what level they want to aspire to, most people are are looking to create one single great gym. And I think that's a great goal to have. And I would encourage most people to embrace that goal and not to get caught up in that that carrot of trying to chase multiple locations if that's not truly why they got into it. Now, if you're someone that wants to create a multiple location gym, then I think that your business definitely needs to embrace this idea of being built for others, being built to sell, and and having more systems, more processes that don't revolve around you. And it's beneficial for both approaches to have those systems and processes, but it's even more important when that business is built for others and not yourself. 
But the reason that I think that most single location gym owners should build a business for themselves is because that passion is going to fuel you when times get tough. And there are so many times in our business where things happen and and things don't look like they're moving forward or we have a coach quit or we have uh, you know three coaches go out on vacation in, in in a matter of three weeks and we're having to step in and do a lot of work that is outside of our normal day to day and those those rare situations happen a lot and i think it's really key that when we're passionate about our business we actually can get excited for those moments and it's happened to us a lot i can think about some of our most difficult times in our history where we've had you know sales are not good things are not going well memberships are down on top of that we have coaches away we have coaches quitting or going on to bigger and better things and at those moments i'm looking at my schedule for the next few weeks and i'm looking at all the things that i have to do to try to get new members in the gym sales i look at coaching classes i might go from coaching five six seven classes in a week to the next week having to coach 15 to 18 hours of classes in a week and it's a huge difference in schedule i might be opening the gym one day closing it the next and then opening the next day and usually I'm, I'm willing to make those sacrifices in the short term and, and I don't ask too much of my team in return. I'll ask them to make sacrifices. But the reason that I'm comfortable doing that is because my passions are aligned with this business. And in many ways, I get excited for those times. When, when my back's against the wall, that's when I really feel like I'm at my best and when I step up to the plate and over deliver. And when I have to step in and coach classes, it's almost fun for me to prove that I, I still am a great coach and I can still uh, you know, coach just as well or better than any of our coaches that we have on the floor. And I look at it as a unique challenge and I think that's a mindset that I'm able to have because my passion is so aligned. And where that passion started with is, is my motivation for opening the gym. Um, back in 2011, I had found CrossFit, but I didn't think of it as a career then. I didn't think about even coaching. I didn't think about owning a gym. And I had been exposed to uh, the book, The 4-Hour Workweek. And it's a book that I, I still revisit from time to time. Actually, I like to revisit when I'm on vacations and stuff like that because it's a good, uh, good way to shift your mindset when you're outside your own four walls. Um, but a couple of the questions that came, come up in The 4-Hour Workweek, the biggest one that sticks out to me is there's a question in there that says something along the lines of, if you had $100 million in the bank, what would you spend your time on? What would your day-to-day life look like if you had $100 million in the bank? And that was a question that I asked myself over and over and over again back in 2010 and 2011. It's still a question that I ask over and over again to myself to make sure that I'm still on track for that. But the thing that kept coming up for me was fitness and, and team. And being able to create a a great fitness experience that I was getting in CrossFit, but I had ways that I felt like it could be better than what I was experiencing in the gyms that I had been in so far. And then creating a team and a family feel, a place that I love showing up to each day. For me, growing up playing baseball, one of the best things about baseball, probably the best thing about baseball, was the moments in the dugout before and after games. The the practices where you're you're shooting the shit with your teammates and, and having a good time and the bus rides and the 
you know, staying in hotels together and, and all the things that we did outside of the, the, the game itself, but we did together as a team. And when I try to create CrossFit Palm Beach and I, and I thought about that question of what would I be spending my time on if I had $100 million in the bank, it's like I want to be surrounded by a group of like-minded people where we're all working towards a common goal. And I think I can create that with a really great CrossFit gym. And that was my motivation. I enjoyed coaching, or at least I thought I was going to enjoy coaching. And once I got into it, I did enjoy it. So, and I enjoyed the class experience and I found ways that I thought it could be better. So Matt, that was my motivation for starting the gym. And it's, it's really important when asking this question, so many people, especially if you're someone who struggled financially for a while, it's easy to look at having money as a solution. It's easy to look at oh, if I just had money, this problem would be solved and this problem would be solved and this problem would be solved. But the key question is, no matter how much money you have, we all have the same amount of time. So money is only as important as how it affects how you use your time. And if, you, if you're if you looking at that question and you're saying you had $100 million in the bank and you're thinking about what you would buy or how you would travel, all that stuff is short term, all that stuff is temporary. Even when you travel, if you're in a new city, you still have to decide what you're gonna do with those 24 hours in that new city. So it's really key to think about what does your perfect day look like if you had $100 million in the bank? And if that includes like working out in a team setting, contributing to others, coaching, giving back to your community, um, helping kids, maybe it's Olympic weightlifting, maybe it's powerlifting, whatever that passion is for you, embrace it and let's try to infiltrate it into our gyms okay now there's a couple other things that we kind of have to mix in with this so they're sort of opposing viewpoints that we have to balance out with it um, the first is that we have to constantly have the ability to put ourselves in our clients shoes so it can't be 100 about us right if crossfit palm beach was 100 about me we'd probably have more Olympic lifting classes and we'd probably have more competitors classes and stuff like that. We'd have more, we'd program more high level skills like snatches and, and cleans and, and muscle ups in workouts. If it was 100% about me, it would look a little bit different. So we constantly have to be able to put ourselves in our client's shoes and, and into the minds of our prospects specifically, because if we want to have a business that works long term, we have to constantly be bringing in new people. Yes, we want to retain the ones we have. We want them to refer friends, but we have to have a, a environment where a new person feels very welcome in that environment. And it takes a lot of self-awareness, especially as you've been in this, in this thing for five, six, seven, eight years to be able to understand the needs of a client like you that has been in CrossFit for a while, while also in understanding the intimidation factor that comes from someone who's walking in for the first time and how can they get up to speed into those classes or into your PT first model, however you have it set up, where they can be accustomed or, or uh, ingrained into the group in a way that um, is not gonna take away from those veteran CrossFit members, okay? So for me, in many ways, I am my ideal client. Um, I'm a former athlete. I am married. Uh, my wife works out with me, not always at the same time, but at the same gym. I have young a young child. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I own my own business. Okay, so when I look at building our gym, I'm trying to build elements in the gym 
that fit that person. We have a ton of former athletes. We have a ton of couples. We have childcare in the gym for our parents that have young kids. Um, I've been doing CrossFit for eight years now. I create a class experience that I feel will develop the skills and keep a person engaged that's been doing CrossFit that long. And we have a lot of people at our gym that have been doing CrossFit for five, six, seven plus years. And a lot of them are very engaged. They still really enjoy the class experience because we found ways to keep that really engaging without having to make it super competitive or super highly technical in order to make it engaging. One of the biggest mistakes that most gym owners make is they build a product for this imaginary avatar, someone that's not themselves, and they have no connection to the person that they want to get in the gym. And they're creating a product that doesn't interest them and sustain them, them long-term, yet they expect their members to be interested and sustained for years to come. And if you got, if you're doing individualized programming, if you got bored with the classes after two years, you can't really question why your members are no longer wanting to do classes. And if you have a gym that's built on individualized programming and you have a way to monetize that and build a successful business, and that's the model that you're passionate about, then build your gym around that. But if you are trying to make the majority of your revenue off of a group class model, and that's where the numbers are leading is that prim your primary source of revenue is through the group classes. And you have a system, you have a class experience where people get bored after one to two years, then you're setting yourself up for failure because it's only a matter of time. You're not gonna be able to get enough new people in the door consistently where you're gonna have hundreds of member in members in their first two years because everyone after that is gonna leave or wanna do something else, or be on, on the side doing their own thing, distracting from the classes. So if you haven't thought about this in a holistic way where how can we keep people engaged for years and decades to come while also feeding and fueling that new prospect and creating a, an environment that they wanna be a part of, then it's just not gonna work long-term. The second aspect that I want you to be thinking about is how can you build your business to sell? Right? So regardless of whether or not we are building a business for ourselves or building our business for others, whether we're doing one location or multiple locations, we need to be thinking about building our business to sell. Okay. When I talk about building the business to sell, what I'm talking about is things like treating it like a real business. It's not just a hobby. You're trying to put in actual systems and processes. You're trying to develop a team, develop your staff. It means dialing your, in your financials and knowing your numbers as well as you can and understanding where your money is going. It means being able to take time away from your business and not have the business be significantly hurt by your absence. You need to be able to go on vacation. You need to be able to, to take time off if you're sick or, or you wanna to go to a business conference. If you can't do that stuff, then you are severely handicapped by your, by your business and even though you may think you're building a business for yourself, or that might be your excuse about why you're doing it, what you're really do is doing is limiting yourself. So while, you're, while I encourage you guys to build your business for yourself along the way, we constantly need to have the self-awareness of the prospect that isn't us, the new person coming in, and we also need to be thinking about how can we build our business to sell along the way even if we don't have any aspirations of selling. And that's gonna to help to kind of balance out this selfishness of building our business for ourselves 
while also uh, allowing it to grow and be an entity of itself that, that thrives even without us. One example that I, I really like, and I talked about it already, is the four-hour work week, but I think Tim Ferriss has some really good strategies for approaching this. I know when he talks about writing his books, he talks about writing them for himself first and foremost. And he's had a lot of success with that. Of He was a guy in his mid-30s living in San Francisco, and he wrote the four-hour work week for a guy in his 30s living in San Francisco or Chicago or New York City, one of these major cities. And when he struggled with writing that first book, it was because he was trying to write it for an imaginary person to start. And he kept trying to find his voice in there because he's talking to an imaginary person along the way instead of talking to himself or talking to a friend. And what he what helped him finish the book and actually create a really good end result was that he started to think about writing the book as writing an email to a friend, writing a helpful email to a friend who's struggling with these issues, these issues of time management, these issues of how do I balance a, a career with family life and being able to, you know, do I want to work the next 50 years of my life to hopefully retire and be able to enjoy it then? And I think it's really key when, when we're doing these things that we start with ourselves first and foremost, we guarantee that we have an audience of one to begin with, because if we have an audience of one, there's a high likelihood that we're going to have a bigger audience that we can serve if we can make sure that we in ourselves will be a customer first. So to wrap things up here, I just want to touch on one thing. And this is, this is something that really represents for me building CrossFit Palm Beach for myself and no one else. And basically, it's the, the question of can you have a successful gym without coaches regularly taking classes? Like I do believe that you can have a successful gym where coaches take classes here and there but for the most part, they do like individualized programming. I think it's possible to run a successful gym. My guess is that most Orange Theories and Soul Cycles and places like that are, are kind of like that. People don't have, in yoga studios, people don't have the luxury of taking their own classes at those gyms. And a lot of them probably do their own thing for fitness that, that they, than what they teach. And I think it's possible to run a successful business doing that. Now for me, that's not the environment that I wanna create. I personally want a really good team feel where everyone on our team is excited to take classes and enjoys the product as much as Tony and I do. And that's a choice that I've made and that's something that we continue to work towards, we continue to look for in hiring. I've talked about it in our hiring podcast that we want to we want people on our team that just absolutely love taking classes and we're continuing to move in that direction because that's what we want to create in our little piece of this world. And, and that's what I'm gonna finish on. There's a quote, I couldn't find it, but I was looking for it online. But there's a quote, I don't know if it's from Richard Branson or someone like that, but basically the quote is something along the lines of, entrepreneurship is an opportunity to build your unique space in the world that is you know, completely unique to you. And you have full control over this one thing. Most of us are gonna spend so many hours on this thing. It's gonna be up there with our spouse and our kids if we have it. And for some people it's above that. We spend more time on our businesses than we do with our family. And I just think it's really key that you have something that 
that fulfills you, it feeds your soul, it feeds your passions in a way that allows you to push through those tough times and really gets you to look forward to showing up and going to work on that business each day. Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the Seven Figure Box podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a seven-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.